48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. The headlines. The High Court overturns a government decision to ban Demosisto candidate Agnes Chow from last year's LegCo by-election. Students from several schools start the school year with a boycott amid calls for a two-week general strike. And government officials condemn protest of violence and reject accusations of police brutality. The High Court has overturned a government decision to ban Demosisto candidate Agnes Chow from the Legislative Council by-election last year, saying the election officer did not give her a fair opportunity to respond. In handing down his decision, High Court Judge Anderson Chow said there was a breach of the principle of natural justice or procedural fairness because the officer disqualified Ms Chow without giving her a reasonable opportunity to respond to doubts about her political stance. The High Court judge stressed the right to be heard is an important procedural safeguard which should not be lightly displaced. Students from several schools have decided to mark the new school year by boycotting classes to press the government to respond to protesters' five demands. In Chaiwan, students from three schools held hands outside school before classes began. More than 100 students took part. At LaSalle College in Kowloon Tong, dozens of students and alumni gathered outside wearing masks, black shirts and some even in protest gear. A Form 6 student called Mr Yoon helped organise the class boycott. Politics is a great linkage to our society and to our lives. We can never avoid that. So instead of avoiding it, we should be welcome to talk about it. And in this moment, like how the government treated protesters and how the police treat the protesters, that's not about politics. That's about human rights. That's about democracy. And I don't think that's about politics. That's about our lives. Student unions at 10 tertiary institutions have called students to begin a two-week strike to pressure the government. A rally will be held, held this afternoon at the Chinese University. Ahead of the rally, hundreds of Chinese university students gathered for an unofficial inauguration ceremony as the official one that marks the start of the school year was scrapped amidst the extradition crisis. Most students wore black with some wearing protest gear. A third-year philosophy student called Mr Chan said police tactics such as the stop and search of youngsters in black was trying to ferment fear in protesters. He said this white terror will fail. The white terror fell. They can't scare us and will not back off uh, until they respond to our needs. Ms Choi, a Form 6 student who was accompanied by her father, says she decided to join the rally after seeing what happened in the Prince Edward MTR station on Saturday. I saw that in the MTR station, even though some of the citizens just sitting in the MTR, maybe, you know, because protesters usually wear black clothes, but even though some of those citizens is not wearing black clothes, but the police um, still hit them. If the police, um, their goal is to arrest them, why not just arresting them? But the police um, is just hitting them and they left without any other action. The vice chairman of the Demosisto party, Isaac Chung, says police are trying to create fear among students by searching people outside schools to deter them from joining the boycott. Despite this, he expects around 500 students to join the rally in Central. He says questionnaires will be handed out to decide the students' next course of action. We will try to figure out the, best, uh, the feelings and also the thoughts of the Hong Kong students, for example, uh, for the future strategies and also uh, the ways of doing the assembly, etc. Meanwhile, the education chief, Kevin Young, said the government is monitoring the situation and again urged students not to mix politics with education.
It's a kind of value in society and also among the education sector that the schools should not be used as places for raising political demands or trying to exercise pressure on the government on political issues. Uh, we would like to keep schools as a calm, peaceful, and orderly place for students to uh, to study. Of course, we need to monitor the situation, uh, but we are prepared to provide support and advice to the schools if necessary. The Security Secretary, John Lee, has defended the performance of the police, saying they remain Asia's finest, despite allegations of police brutality. In the latest incident on Saturday, officers were seen hitting MTR passengers with batons and pepper-spraying them indiscriminately inside a train at Prince Edward Station. Mr Lee stressed that people should not just focus on one isolated incident. I'm proud of the Hong Police Force. They remain Asia's front. Despite the dangers and the difficulties they are faced with, they still discharge their statutory duties with courage and commitment. In respect of the incident in Prince Edward Station, we must take the whole circumstances into consideration. Rather than a very small snapshot of a particular moment, police will take action according to what they have in hand of the evidence and intelligence. The Chief Secretary, Matthew Chung, has condemned violence by anti-government protesters over the weekend, saying they had posed a severe threat to public safety. He said people must not tolerate acts of extreme violence, such as arson and throwing petrol bombs, adding that the authorities will continue to support police actions to restore law and order. He was asked if the police's mass arrests of pro-democracy figures last Friday would help heal the social divide, something that Chief Executive Carrie Lam has pledged to do. One must not confuse or mix law enforcement with dialogue. Law enforcement has to be so-called conducted in, in, in its normal way. Um, at the same time, we must continue to lay the ground a platform of dialogue. The two certainly not mutually exclusive. The MTR Corporation says train services have returned to normal after delays of up to 15 minutes on its Chunwan and Kuantong lines. Protesters had requested assistance and blocked train and platform screen doors. Riot police were seen at several MTR stations in anticipation of the service disruptions by protesters. They began guarding station exit from 7am across the city, including Admiralty, Kowloon Mongkok and North Point. Commuters were nonplussed at the site. I mean, it's okay. It's just for our safety, so I'm all right with it. No, I've been coming from West Kowloon to Kowloon, Hong Kong, and then here, there's no issue. The Education Department says all kindergarten classes, including morning, afternoon and whole day classes, and schools for the mentally and physically disabled are closed today due to the strong wind signal number three. The signal was lowered at 10.40am, but class suspensions remain in effect. Overseas now, the controversial dolphin hunting season has begun in Japan. Fishermen herd dolphins into a cove before sealing the area with a net. There's been widespread criticism of the practice, but it's not subject to international controls. A fleet of whaling boats also set sail from the island of Hokkaido on Monday in one of the first commercial hunts since Japan withdrew from the International Whaling Commission in June. The BBC's Rupert Wingfield Hayes is in the port of Goshiro. The little fleet of five whaling ships set sail from here at dawn, their harpoons clearly visible on each bow. As they headed out to sea, the head of Japan's whaling association said they were hoping for a good hunt and to bring back plenty of fresh whale meat for their customers. The Japanese government has set a quota for this first season of 227 minke whales. 
Japanese whalers must now stick to the country's own exclusive economic zone. Japanese whaling ships will no longer venture into the Antarctic. The most powerful storm to hit the Caribbean islands of the Bahamas since records began has torn roofs from buildings and caused severe flooding. Hurricane Dorian is pounding the Abaco Islands and Grand Bahama with winds of nearly 300 kilometres an hour. Video on social media shows raging waters and houses ripped apart by the slow-moving storm. Ashley Clark lives in Cooperstown on North Abaco. We're literally still getting the worst winds and rain. Thunder is lightning as well. The windows are battened down. We're staying on the inside. We're not moving outside to see what it looks like. And through the grace of God, our house and home is still in one piece. The storm is expected to reach the United States later today. Florida, Georgia, North and South Carolina have all declared states of emergency. MPs from Britain's governing Conservatives have been told they'll be suspended from the party if they vote to block a no-deal Brexit. That would mean they'd be unable to stand as Conservative candidates in the next general election. Here's the BBC's Ian Watson. This week, opposition MPs plan to seize control of the parliamentary agenda and force through a law in effect blocking a no-deal Brexit. They can only do this with the help of some Conservative rebels. Government whips met over lunch at the Prime Minister's country retreat, Chequers, today and cooked up a plan to reduce the size of the rebellion. The blunt message was relayed by telephone to the potential rebels tonight. They were told either you vote with the government to keep the option of no deal on the table or you'll lose the Conservative whip and will not be able to stand as a Tory candidate at the next election. Preliminary results from state elections in Saxony and Brandenburg in eastern Germany suggest there's been a surge in support for the far-right alternative for Germany, but not enough to overtake the mainstream parties. The AFD finished second in both states. This assessment from the BBC's Damien McGuinness. Decent results for Angela Merkel's Conservatives in Saxony, her party looks set to stay in power there, and a narrow victory in Brandenburg for the centre-left Social Democrats, Mrs Merkel's coalition partners in national government. They worried they might lose to the right-wing populist AFD. That could have sparked a crisis. So, not quite jubilation for Germany's two main parties, but a feeling that they've dodged a bullet and managed to fend off the populists. Astronomers in the United States say they've found a giant planet outside our solar system with an extreme elliptical orbit around its star. Researchers say the exoplanet, which is three times bigger than Jupiter, has a slingshot orbit like a comet. They say something, possibly a neighbouring star, must have interacted with it to increase the eccentricity of its 74-year orbit. Finance Now and Argentina has introduced currency controls as it struggles to contain a worsening financial and economic crisis. Major exporters will need authorization from the central bank before buying foreign currency and making transfers abroad. The Argentine peso, peso has lost more than a quarter of its value since last month. Currencies and the US dollar is trading at 106.10 yen. The euro is one US dollar and nine cents. The pound is worth nine Hong Kong dollars and 53 cents. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 25,592, 133 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $36 billion. And now with the sports, here's Atom Chung. We start with tennis at the U.S. Open, where Stan Favrinka is the latest man to reach the quarterfinals. After defending champion Novak Djokovic failed to complete their fourth-round match, 
Djokovic was trailing 6-4-7-5-2-1 when he walked away with pain in his left shoulder. The world number one had won four of the last five Grand Slams. Favrinka, who lifted the U.S. Open title in 2016, will now face the fifth seed Daniel Medvedev. Earlier, Roger Federer and Serena Williams both powered through to the quarterfinals. More from the BBC's Russell Fuller. Roger Federer in particular in his fourth round match today in fine form. David Goffin of Belgium, the 15th seed, put in a very, very poor performance. Federer went in an hour and 18 minutes and dropped just four games. The biggest concern for Serena Williams in a more competitive straight sets win over Croatia's Petra Martic was treatment to her right ankle. She seemed to roll it as she tried to make a volley, but hopefully there will be no long-term repercussions. The second and third seeds in the women's draw are both out. French Open champion Ashley Barty was beaten by China's Wang Chang. And the third seed Karolina Pliskova lost to Britain's Johanna Conta. Arsenal fought back from two goals down to earn a point at home against Tottenham in the English Premier League's London Derby. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang got the equaliser in a game that ended 2-2, but it was a goal by Alexander Lacazette that started the comeback. I scored, I was happy, everybody as well, and after for the second half was, uh, was easier for us. We wanted, uh, of course, to win, but it's always better to get one point than nothing. In the early game, Everton defeated Wolves 3-2 with Brazil midfielder Richarlison scoring twice. Here's the Everton manager Marco Silva. You have to prepare one game thinking, okay, good way, good game to, to go, to compete, to win, and after see the table. Okay, four points is better now. We have seven because we did well our job and we deserve the seven points. Elsewhere in Europe, Gareth Bale was sent off in stoppage time after scoring two goals to rescue a point for Real Madrid against Villarreal in La Liga. Bale was shown both yellow cards in stoppage time after ending a scoring drought that had lasted 169 days. And in basketball, the United States have made a winning start to their FIBA World Cup title defense as they beat the Czech Republic 88-67 in a game played in Shanghai. Donovan Mitchell of the Utah Jazz led Team USA with 16 points. NBA stars Harrison Barnes, Kemba Walker and Jason Tatum also scored in double figures. And as you look at sports... And to end the news, the top stories once again. The High Court overturned a government decision to ban Demisisto candidate Agnes Chow from last year's LegCo by-election. Students from several schools start the school year with a boycott amid calls for a two-week general strike. And government officials condemn a protest of violence and reject accusations of police brutality. The news from RTHK.